Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Companies to watch. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Ellie Danka, Barrett Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for companies to watch. Uh, and it's a company we all know, trendy one, mm. Tesla. Indeed. Elon Musk's EV giant. Mm. Now, just a few hours ago, Tesla reported its fourth quarter and full year 2021 earnings. Okay. Came in stronger than expected. Earnings per share reflected $2.54 per share, topping the expectation of $2.36. Well, the net income for the period was a best ever 2.32 billion that's approximately an eightfold increase from last year uh, the results come you know after tesla revealed early this month that it's delivered more than what 930,000 electric vehicles to global consumers or customers last year and that includes more than 300,000 in the fourth quarter but despite stronger than expected quarter four earnings, shares plunged more than 5% after they warned that supply chain issues could persist throughout this year. So to what extent will Tesla be able to maintain its rapid growth and will they continue to dominate this increasingly competitive EV space? Let's find out more from uh, Jeremy Chia, analyst at Compounder Fund. Uh, good morning, Jeremy. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good, thank you. They've really, they've really come a, a long way, haven't they, Tesla? I mean, you remember uh, some years ago, there were issues about fulfilling the demand for Tesla. And then back in 2021, their CEO Elon Musk told Wall Street that he was unlikely to be on future Tesla earnings unless there's something important that he needs to say. Mm. Well, fast forward uh, just about a year, January this year, the CEO will make a return to the earnings call, providing an updated product roadmap during the fourth quarter call. Tell us about that call. What were some of the highlights for you? Yeah, so actually the call just happened. We haven't had a, I haven't had time to, to read through the transcript yet. Sure. But the earnings results were pretty impressive. Total revenue, as I heard you guys mention, was up 65% to $17.7 billion for the quarter. Deliveries were up 87% overall in 2021 and 70% in quarter, quarter four of last year. And more, more profitability metrics were also really strong. The company reported 30.6% gross margin on vehicles and 29.2% gross margin if you exclude the regulatory sale, credit sales. So that is really strong for our automobile manufacturer and it's probably, probably one of the best in terms of, best in class in terms of automobile manufacturers. Um, Gap net income was also 2.3 billion, up 760% and a 13% net, net margin for the year, so for the, for the quarter, so that's really impressive. And another thing that I track very closely for Tesla is uh, free, ca- free cash flow. Um, so they reported 2.7 billion in free cash flow in Q4. That, so that brings the total for the year to 5 billion in 2021, and that's on after spending 6.5 billion in capital expenditures. So if you add those two together, operating cash flow is actually closer to 12 billion for the year. So that's really impressive. Um, it just shows the profitability that Tesla is able to achieve. What would you say has enabled it to do so well in spite of headwinds? Tesla has, like other automobile manufacturers, have been, has been challenged by supply chain issues. But I think Tesla has actually done very well in planning ahead. So I've read reports that Tesla has actually, instead of uh, doing COVID period, instead of cutting back on orders, they actually ramped up orders in, in anticipation that they were going to be needing, needing that uh, orders in, in this uh, last year as well as this year. So I think they have been planning very well. At the same time, 
uh, Tesla is also vertic- vertically integrated in the sense that they do a lot of things in-house, they design a lot of their chips in-house, so they can make certain tweaks and uh, changes to the to bypass some of the supply chain issues that they are facing. But that being said, yeah, they will still face supply chain issues this year and going forward, all of 2022. So, I mean, they're doing their best, but from what they've reported so far in 2021, they've done a really good job. Uh, compared to the other automobile manufacturers out there. Okay, Jeremy. So we talked about the supply chain issues as well as that uh, earnings call that's just ended. I want to talk about the Cybertruck. Lots of excitement when it was first launched on stage and then things got quite funny when Elon Musk almost uh, broke the windshield that was not supposed to be broken. What's contributed to the delay? I mean, I think production set to start only early 2023. You can't find a glass supplier or what? (laughs) Yeah, so... They delayed production a few times now, twice, I think. So it's been pretty disappointing for fans, but from, they haven't disclosed much. Uh, I think maybe the news conference call would, would give a better idea. From what they said on the website, they said, I think they said they're making some changes to the design or changes to, to certain features. So that, that's putting a delay on things. Yeah, we get a better picture once, uh, once the earnings call transcript is out. Right. Thing is, a recent report from at least one research team, one at Bank of America, states that Tesla's market share of the EV market will decline from 69% last year to 19% in 2004. They're projecting this even as sales of EVs jump from 1 million in 2022 to 3 million in 2024. Partly because Ford and General Motors can also really compete with Tesla between now and then. And they are expected to be the biggest share gainers in the EV market. How do you see this panning out, Tesla's performance vis-a-vis its competitors? I think that there's, without a doubt, going to be market share loss for Tesla. Competitors are coming in. But the size of the pie is increasing so rapidly that even if they lose market share, they will still be delivering um, higher numbers year on year. So the size of the pie is growing, market share is decreasing, um, but Tesla can still keep on growing as long as uh, the full pie is able to take in, absorb the, the new competitors. In terms of EV, Tesla is still, is still best in class in terms of range, battery range and, and drive range and battery technology. So if, if I think that the demand will still, be, will still be pretty strong for Tesla. And currently the, the issue is not demand for them. The issue is ramping up their capacity output. So even if market share declines, they will still be able to grow their sales as long as they can keep up their capacity output. And they have been doing that. So Texas, they've just announced that there's some, they started production in Texas in uh, late 2021, awaiting uh, last certification for, for deliveries and in Berlin and in Germany as well. So I think it's really good news for, for Tesla in that sense. Interesting that you bring that up, Jeremy. And I, I, this is a little bit of a side question that I'm very curious about. What really makes Tesla so special? I mean, a, a lot of people have criticized them. You mentioned that they have superior battery life. Is this what fans really look at? I mean, last year, Tesla recalled like, what, 500,000 cars in China, issues with hardware, issues with assisted driving software, uh, potentially causing accidents, in fact. What do people really want in a Tesla? I mean, it's, it sounds like a, I don't know, brand association. Yeah, I, I think that's part of the reason, right. uh, part of uh, brand association, as well as the look of the car, the feel, mm. the, the mm. software that they input into the car, as well as, I mean, the, the, specific, the specifications of the car is pretty solid as well for, okay. for electric vehicle, the range, the, the acceleration, uh, and the whole 
idea that Tesla is electric vehicles, or Tesla is associated with electric vehicles. Um, so I think, I mean, so far Tesla hasn't had a problem with demand. They're, they're mm. one of the companies that doesn't even do any marketing, any sales and marketing. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Advertising expenditure. So um, that's a pretty good sign for a company. If you don't do any marketing and yet you can sell out all your, all your output. So... Mm. They're, they're, yeah, they're doing something special. Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is a marketing genius. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it can't be a perfect company, right? I mean, the detractors must have something right, at least. Uh, the fact that Tesla is overvalued, the fact that there's just way too much optimism, it's unrealistic. What do you have to say to the detractors? <laughs> they yeah, can't be I'm all sure. wrong, right? Yeah, I, Tesla's valuation, I mean, if you look at it from a, a traditional metric point of view, is definitely much higher than, than most other automobile manufacturers in the space. And yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. Um, you can argue that there's software, software sales coming in and that will bring in recurring revenue and Tesla is still growing. So, I mean, it's very, it's, it's a very complicated company and, uh, and yeah, <laughs> the tractors will surely have that point of view. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure that there is a lot of bad points about Tesla. I mean, they haven't, they haven't delivered Mm. Yeah, self-driving, even though they said they would deliver in 2019 even. But, I mean, there are good points as well. So so you have to weigh both both of these out. Uh, yeah, and they had, they've had, had some um, difficulties in the manufacturing. The, the recall last year, or earlier this year, they had to recall about 500,000 vehicles. Uh, yeah, it's a small, it's a minor issue, but, I mean, that's still a problem, and, and that will, that's also something that the pessimists or the detractor, detractors are pointing out. Uh, but, yeah, so far... The headline numbers are pretty good for Tesla. So I think overall, I think Tesla shareholders should be pretty pleased with the results. Yeah. Jeremy, I wish we had more time to talk about this. And to your point about Tesla being a complicated company, we haven't even started talking about Bitcoin yet. Mm. But, you know, it is time. Uh, Jeremy Chia, analyst at Compounded Fund, I really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Yeah, thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.